Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about the couple of events held on July 29th, 2020, and we are going to get started with the British royal family because, as it's been all week, the British royals and the Spanish royals are keeping us afloat this week. Um, So let's go on to the British royal family. Today, a podcast came out, it was not this podcast, um, with a special guest known as the Duke of Cambridge. Um, so, the That Peter Crouch podcast um, released an episode today that had the Duke of Cambridge as a, um, I guess, guest, um, although he was there for the whole episode. So he was like a guest host for the week. Um, and so Peter Crouch is, or yeah, Peter Crouch is a famous former football player. Um, and he hosts this podcast with a couple of other guys who, um, are sports people. So I think it's a podcast about like just general guys being guys thing. I don't really know. Um, I've only listened to one episode of the podcast. Um, but so the podcast was actually recorded at Kensington Palace in March. Um, and I don't know that it was intended to be released this late, but with everything going on, they finally released it today. Um, with, like, a follow-up interview done over Zoom. Um, so it was really cool. Um, you got lots of cute snippets. I call them cute because that's what I do. Of, like, William's life. And really, this is... I have probably been paying attention to Prince William... Before he got married, I knew about him and paid attention to what he did. Um, So, oh God, saying this makes me feel old. Um, Like, 20 years, I have known about him and I've kind of, like, listened to him and known what he says and what he believes in as much as you can in his situation. This is the first time I ever got a sense of his real personality. Um, it's really been coming across this year in different things that he has done. Um, like he is made for these zoom calls and all of that, where you get him kind of in a smaller group. He's so meant for that. He's also really kind of funny. Um, which he joked about in his engagement interview, but like I kind of found him hilarious today listening to this podcast. Um, So, you know, three guys are there and they're a little nervous. I mean, I think I would be if I were interviewing the Duke of Cambridge. And they asked pretty early on, uh, you know, what should we call you? And William just like quickly said, your royal highness will be fine. And like, of course, he corrected himself and was like, no, you can call me William. Like, that's my name. Um, 
but it was just like he's kind of funny um he talked about a lot of different things he talked about um in like the follow-up interview held over zoom that was in the podcast he talked about homeschooling um he talked about obviously so the main focus of the conversation was football and heads up and the partnership that they have just completely um signed on to um and so he talked about like his experiencing his experience becoming a fan of a certain football club um which I think is Aston Villa I think that's the name of it um he talked about Twitter um where it, so I think this is super common knowledge, but obviously he and Kate do not run their um, own Twitter account on Kensington Royal, um, but it's done by them, or it's done for them, and every now and then, though, William will tweet um, about football, Um, so he just sent one out, like, two days ago about football, about Aston Villa staying in the Premier League or something, Um, so... Like, he talked about that. He talked about, um, you know, exposing his kids to football. Um, He talked about the, some of the crappy birthday Christmas gifts he's gotten, um, including giving Kate a pair of binoculars early on in their um, dating experience, which, like, what a gift. (laughs) Um, He talked. I mean, it was just, like, so full of good information. I laughed through almost the entire thing. Um, And it was just, like, really chill. So we've now gotten two podcasts um, with Royals this year. Um, So Kate had one back in late January, early February with Giovanna Fletcher, um, where she shared a lot of, like, insider details of her life, um, and then now with William on that Peter Croucher show, um, I mean, it's just, like, so fun and such a, like, reminder that they are the modern royals, um, which I think sometimes you can forget in all the hubbub of, um, other stuff happening in the world. Um, so that was really fun. It was a really great podcast, um, really good listening experience if you're looking for something to listen to. Um, I highly recommend it. I found it, I just, like, in Apple Podcasts, which is what I listen to podcasts on, um, I just, like, searched Prince William and it was pretty high up there in the results, um, so that worked. Um, but you can also search it by show name or it's all over the internet, so you can definitely find it. Um, so that is what was going on with the British Royals today. It was a very exciting day. Um, I loved every minute of that podcast. And yeah, so with that, we're going to skip all the way down to Spain because everybody is on summer vacation. So let's go on to Spain.
today was the second to last day of the Spanish Royal Tour of the 15 autonomous communities in Spain. So, today, Felipe and Leticia visited the autonomous community of Cantabria, which is in the north of Spain, um, kind of north central again. Um, and they visited two municipalities. So they started their day by visiting Toro Vega. I am saying that wrong because it has a double R, which means it's supposed to be a super rolled R. I, at this point in my Spanish learning, cannot roll my R's. Um, I don't know if I will ever be able to. So that is a mis mispronunciation, just so throwing that out there. Um, but they visited the National Cattle Market in Torre La Vega. So in Spain, there are lots of different food sectors and um, cattle is a big part, is a big piece of the northern part of Spain's culture. So they visited this national market um, which I'm assuming is where you buy cattle to make beef. This is going to be like, um, it, it, this is a part of the culture. Um, and so one thing that I just want to say is the farming culture in Spain is much different I'm not saying it's perfect or anything like that, but it is much different than in the U.S. So it's more old school, like buying a cow, buying a single cow to make beef. They use every single piece of that meat that they can to make it not wasteful. Um, I'm not, I don't want to say ethical because I don't think that's the right word um, for people that choose to not eat meat. But, like, it, they do it much differently than the states. Um, <coughs> and so they visited the market. Um, they visited a couple of different areas, primarily the milking area, which... I have so many questions about what they do with the milk that they're doing there. Um, but then also visited the sale area. Um, and so they were also gifted a cowbell, which I find hilarious. Um, but it's a giant cowbell with a ribbon of the Spanish flag colors, which are red and yellow. Um, that was a cute little fun gift. Uh, and then next, they participated in a meeting with representatives of the livestock sector um, to talk about the importance of the industry, as well as thank them for their work. And I'm going to just gush a little bit, um, because here is something that, like, I will do a whole reflection. I want I want to do a whole reflection on this tour. Um but one of the things that has struck me is how well prepared 
for these visits they are. And I get that that is their job to be there and ask questions. But in this meeting, Queen Letizia asked questions about small to mid-size cattle businesses and how they have transitioned to an online platform. Who thinks to ask that? I mean, like, she is so they collectively, but she was so well informed to ask that specific question because the small, smaller businesses are struggling the most with COVID. So they have had to transition previously, like what was done only in person to an online platform of selling their beef. And like, she just knew to ask those questions. It was just amazing. Um, I was so impressed. And she's done this at like every single meeting that they've done. They, she's always had, they have always had like really smart questions to ask. Um, and so that was the day in that municipality. Um, next they visited the port of Santonia, um, which is on the coast, the Northern coast of Spain, um, where they toured the port Um, They met a group of women who were all um, working together to repair extremely large fishing nets. Um, So again, this is kind of like a culture tangent, but the north of Spain, so like Navarro, Cantabria, Galicia, Astorias, which is where they're at tomorrow, um, all have a coastline where seafood is like prominent. And then just like down country a little bit they all focus on like livestock um and agricultural business that way so these are the most aside from like madrid the most um food diverse autonomous communities out there um so they visited the livestock in the morning and then the fishing in the afternoon um so they met these women who were working together to repair the fishing nets in like what is a very um, communal way, which is again, incredible Spanish culture thing. Um, They toured a um, fishing boat to learn about the day-to-day activities for the fishermen going out um, to like catch their, I I, I don't know, their haul. and, like, what kinds of things they do and all of that. Um, and then they um, viewed a... There's, like, a lookout where they go... Where they saw the... Um, whatever water that is on the coast. Hang on. I'm going to look it up. Um, because I don't know what body of water that is. So, I'm looking right now. And, of course... Google is going to make this very difficult. Um, so it's really the Atlantic Ocean, um, but it's specifically the Bay of Biscay. Um, and so that is where they were at this lookout point. Um, and then finally, they ended their day visiting a canning company uh, where the local seafood catch is preserved for sales in, like, supermarkets as well as the more traditional Spanish markets. Um, and so that was the day. Uh, it was a really, really good day. Um, so like I said just a couple minutes ago, they'll be in Astorias tomorrow. Um, and then will be... 
um, going on to summer vacation at some point, <laughs> I think. Um, it's, it's hard to know right now because of Spain's situation. Um, their caseload of coronavirus cases is, I don't think it's jumping drastically. I mean, in comparison to like the U.S. numbers, but it is definitely increasing. So, um, certain things are, you know, kind of up in the air for the Spanish royal family. Um, but so that is what we're looking forward to. I do want to, in Friday's episode, because as of right now, I don't think really anything is scheduled for Friday. Um, I do want to do like a recap, kind of my thoughts of the royal tour of Spain. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, like I said, next week, uh, the first week of the first full week of August, we'll be talking about um, different kinds of royal families that I don't talk about on this podcast. Um, so that's coming up. But for tomorrow, we'll talk about at least the Astorias tour um, and who knows what else. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.